it can be so incredibly frustrating. You know your classes are absolutely amazing. You've put all your time, passion and energy into making them the best they can possibly be. You've had brilliant feedback. Those that have tried your classes think you're amazing too. But why aren't people bashing down the door queuing up to register? You know if they came along, they'd absolutely love it. Truth is, you're probably the best kept secret. But in the business world, this is definitely not a good thing to be. Growing a successful business that you love doesn't have to be difficult. You just need to master a few key principles, techniques and systems. Welcome to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, your go-to place to learn how to grow and scale your business and make it work for you. I'll be sharing with you how, as a busy mum of three, I've grown my own small but mighty Kids Activity business, starting from scratch in 2015 and transforming it into a highly profitable six-figure business that gives me the financial reward and time freedom to work just four hours a month. You'll hear how I did it, the highs and lows, the obstacles I overcame and step-by-step strategies for how you can do it too. So if you want to fill up your classes, free up your time and get more profit in your pocket, then you're in the right place. I'm Claire Attic, and you're listening to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast. Let's get started. If this is something you're experiencing, you're definitely not alone. Perhaps you're brand new and ready to launch yourself into the world. Maybe you've been running a while, but you're not full. You've got some spaces to fill. Or perhaps your numbers have dropped recently and you're looking to raise your profile a bit. Get yourself some new customers through the door. If this is you, then we're going to be going back to basics today. Getting the foundations right. Now, you may be thinking, I know the basics already. I don't need to hear this. But let me tell you a story. I remember a couple of years into running my business. I felt I was a bit of an expert. I'd studied really hard implemented what I'd learned into my business and was seeing great results. I was out walking one very cold winter morning and in one ear had my earpiece playing one of my favourite business podcasts. The lady I was listening to was an American entrepreneur, really inspirational lady and a complete marketing expert. I'd learned so much from her already but knew there was still so much to learn. But this particular episode that started to play did not interest me in the slightest. She started with a quick intro and it all sounded so basic. I knew this stuff already. I didn't need to hear it again. But my hands were so cold, I really didn't want to take my gloves off to skip to the next episode. So I just listened to it anyway. And wow, I'm so glad I did. Yes, it was basic, but sometimes we need to hear the basics to revisit them to hear them with the experience we now have behind us. The episode lasted around 45 minutes or so, and she said two things during that time that completely changed my business. Things that I'd previously overlooked, things that I know I had heard when I was setting up, but for whatever reason, they hadn't resonated with me at the time, so I hadn't properly addressed them in my business. Now, one thing I've learned from working with lots of small businesses over the past couple of years is that we often get so much of the basics wrong. Even if they were right previously, times change, things change around us, and what worked well for us previously may need to be revised, revisited, refreshed. Let's take the past couple of years, for example. 
Globally, we've been through a pandemic, which is still simmering in the background. Plus, we're now entering into economic uncertainty with the cost of living crisis and the fairly scary inflationary problems. Consequently, the way we talk to our customers has changed too. Their needs, their wants, their desires, their problems, their concerns, they are now very different to pre-pandemic times. So be completely honest with yourself. Have you sat down very recently and gone back to basics? The world around you has changed even during the first half of 2022. So have you checked that your business, your messaging, your marketing is still aligned? Today, I want to revisit the two most basic questions in your business and make sure your answers are absolutely on point. So our first basic question, number one, who is your ideal customer? Now, when I first started mapping out the answers to this question in my own business many, many years ago, experts I followed at the time encouraged me to think about what hair colour they had, what were the colour of their eyes, how tall were they and so on. I diligently followed their advice, but if I'm perfectly honest, it really didn't help me at all in terms of my business and marketing messages. Yeah, you could argue it may help you to visualise a specific person to talk to, but I also think it's a bit dangerous. If you're thinking about physical appearance and narrowing yourself down in this way, you could inadvertently lack diversity in your messaging. Yep, I think identifying your ideal customer is incredibly important, but this isn't about physical appearance. It's about a whole lot more. It's so much deeper than this. Instead, I want you to really get inside their head. What do they want? What do they desire? What do they value? What are they worried about? What problems are they experiencing? What is stopping them buying what you have to offer? Get to know your ideal customer on this level and it will launch your marketing to a completely new level. Now, one thing I've noticed in the kids' activity business world is that often your ideal customer is a version of you or perhaps an earlier version of you. Maybe you've had kids yourself and searched for a specific type of class that didn't exist in your area, so you created it. Or perhaps you attended classes yourself, loved them so much that you were inspired to create your own and make them even better. In either case, you effectively are or have been your ideal customer. You know their struggles, you know their desires, you know what's holding them back, you know where they hang out because you hang out in the same places. Now, if this is the case for you, then great. I'd like to think that you do know yourself extremely well, of course, but it's not yet job done on this. Why not? Well, as I mentioned earlier, things change and they can change quickly. Things outside of your control that will change the way your customer behaves, change the way they think, change their values, change their desires, change their worries, their problems, and your marketing messages need to keep up. Getting to know your ideal customer isn't something you do once, then park it, job done. You need to keep reviewing it, especially during times of great change and uncertainty. Let's say you sell classes to parents of babies and toddlers. Just a few months ago, their biggest worries and concerns were likely to be along the lines of COVID restrictions, safety measures, class cancellations, lack of previous social experience of their child and so on. Fast forward just a few months with the economic uncertainty that's bubbling up, 
and they're likely to be concerned with other factors such as the cost of the class, making long-term financial commitments, the location of your classes and the travel requirements with the diesel and petrol costs rising significantly. We also have big environmental factors coming into play too that have gathered a lot of pace over the past few years. In terms of my own swim school, we're revisiting the use of all our plastic toys as it's not only an important issue for us, but it's also important to our customers too. So, back to basics then. Who is your ideal customer? Make sure you revisited and re-answered this question very recently and that your marketing messages and strategies have been updated accordingly. So moving on now to the very basic question in your business number two, and that is to know where your ideal customer hangs out. Now, there's no point in giving your best marketing spiel to a room full of people who stare at you blankly, not at all interested in what you have to say. Now, true story in my own business, which taught me this lesson the hard way. I was launching a brand new pool with just three weeks to try and fill as many spaces as possible. So I decided that a good strategy to try was to flyer the local area. I knew there was a nursery in the village, so there must be lots of young families around. Now, it happened to be a very large village and it took me and my husband two solid days, around seven hours each day, posting flyers through letterboxes. I have absolutely no idea how posties do it each day, day in, day out. It was exhausting work. And I even ended up with bleeding fingers from repeatedly pushing these flimsy flyers, these flimsy bits of paper through really hard, prickly bristles of these letterboxes. Now, the very last road we got to had around 15 houses or so on. It was the final push. I literally had to drag my feet one foot in front of the other as I was so exhausted. Now, I popped a flyer through one of the letterboxes and the front door opened about 30 seconds later and a really lovely old lady called out to me. Rubbish at estimating age, but I guess she was probably in her 80s. Now, she smiled beautifully at me and then she proceeded to give me one of the most basic but most important lessons in marketing that I could ever have had. She said to me, these classes look wonderful, but if I'm completely honest, you're wasting your time around here. We're all pensioners. All the young families live on the new estate on the other side of the village. That's where you need to go. The penny suddenly dropped. My husband and I had just spent two solid days posting flyers, three letterboxes, of people that were not our ideal customer. Had we taken the time to work out where the families were living before we started, it would only have taken an hour or so, two max, and we would have had a much higher success rate. But I know you already know how important locating your ideal customer is. However, like our question about who our ideal customer is, this isn't something you find out once, then park it. It goes without saying that this is something that is likely to keep changing too. Just a few years ago, when I started my swim school, we definitely had an online presence, but it was nothing like what you see today, especially post-pandemic. We had a much higher reliance on more traditional offline marketing methods, such as printed media and flyers. But the online world is such a gift. Find out which social media platforms your ideal customer is using right now. 
In my own swim school, we used to see everyone hanging out on Facebook, but then that shifted to Instagram and now the movement is a little bit towards TikTok too. Just at the start of this year, everyone was talking about something called Clubhouse. Not sure if that's one that you came across. It exploded almost overnight and everyone was talking about it. It was definitely the place to be, but then it disappeared almost as quickly as it popped up. Don't forget that if you are or were your ideal customer, they might not be ageing in the same way you are. I was my ideal customer nearly nine years ago now. People that are almost a decade younger than me are likely to have very different social media habits to me. So it goes without saying that you need to be hanging out where your ideal customer is, not where you hang out. This is also true of the physical advertising space too, printed magazines, fates, sports clubs, holiday clubs, nurseries, coffee shops, antenatal groups, pop-up sales, flyers and so on. Perhaps a new coffee shop may have opened which attracts all the new mums or maybe a local nursery or sports club has suddenly become really popular and boomed in size. You get the idea. You need to know where your ideal customer is hanging out right now. As I said, this isn't something you do once then park it. You need to keep reviewing it. Spot the changes that are happening and make sure you're moving with the times. So there we have it. I hope you found this episode useful. Going back to basics is something that we should all be doing as business owners, making sure that not only we get it right, but that we keep ahead of the changes that are happening around us. So if you haven't answered those two basic questions in the last couple of months, who is your ideal customer and where do they hang out? Then it's time to get those notebooks out and update your business and its messaging. I hope you have found that helpful. It's been great chatting to you today and I look forward to catching up with you again next week for some more top tips on how to grow your kids' activity business. Take care, have a good week and bye for now. If you're loving the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, I want to invite you to register for my free workshop, How to Sell Out Your Classes. In this live 60-minute online workshop, learn what works and what doesn't when it comes to filling up your kids' activity classes. I'll be giving away some golden nuggets of information that will truly transform the way you think about making sales. Sign up now at claireattec.com forward slash fill up. That's claireattec.com forward slash fill up to save your seat. It's completely free and I can't wait to see you there. If you found today's episode useful, then please press the follow tab where you found this podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And don't forget to rate and review it too, as it will make all the difference in helping other people find it. Thanks for listening. Take care and bye for now.